Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Hillman Morning Show On Demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Sorry, I'm shaming Bubs into coming on the show tomorrow. Oh, good. Via text. So I was distracted. (laughs) But uh, on tomorrow's show... Julian Bubs Edelman will join us, and he will talk about the debut on Showtime of the documentary on his uh, comeback. But what's, 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 it. It, what's it called? Edelman One Hundred is that the is that the name of the thing, Danielle? Yes. Can you look that up for those who have the Showtime? A lot of people are getting rid of cable now, yeah. which I think is a mistake because um, I think Netflix is going to have to go to uh, a revenue based model shortly. Um, there's no way that they can spend all the money that they're spending on content yeah. and not be charging all of us. So yeah, uh, there's I mean, only like six actual Netflix subscribers in the world. As, uh, <laughs> Everyone else just piggybacks well, on their friends' accounts. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess I. I How many people I mean, do you have on your Netflix? Well, it's uh, it's a hundred. I mean, yeah. I know. No, I don't know. I, I know. I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I think that. What's what's Netflix cost? It was, it's it's very Depends very very reasonable, right? It's like yeah, I think it's, it's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, they, it keeps going up by like a buck. They're yeah. gonna I have think to it depends on the plan how many screens you can watch. Right. I think right. they're gonna have to start charging per per program. I, I, I think it's uh, based on the popularity of certain things. But Netflix I, I, is world. Is, you can you could subscribe worldwide. Of right? course yeah. you can, Lindy. Well, no, no. This so is I'm, the key I'm, to technology. Yeah. So it, so you it's called. Let me ask you a question. WWW. <laughs> What's the first W stand for? Worldwide Web. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. It's worldwide. Well, no, but you, so I'm not busting your nuts when right. you say something like that's in ridiculous. Like, how can they afford? But they that's fourteen ninety nine times how many how many households in the world do you think? Well, I mean, uh, it's I a mean, billion. It's, yeah, I just it's it's certainly more affordable currently than cable for right. a lot of people. Oh, if you yeah. want to get the premium cable, package, yeah, I got rid but, of cable. Uh, so. You did? Yeah, oh yeah, I just have uh, you know I have uh, Netflix. I have uh, HBO now. What about Hulu? Uh, no, I don't have Hulu. I feel like the price creep with all the different service subscription services now is making it like everything you subscribe to, whether mm-hmm. it's that Spotify, Apple Music, anything else. I feel like it's creeping back up to what you were paying for cable in the first place. Yeah, but it, what sh- yeah. it's it's what cable should have been in the first place. You get right, to choose sure. your a la carte. You get yeah. to choose what services you want. You love a la carte. You know, I got you? I do love a la carte. Uh, you know, I got Amazon Prime. Yeah. So and that has a lot of great stuff on it too. So did you I, get that to watch Jack Reacher? Uh, no. Oh, okay. oh great movies. No, I, did. <laughs> I did not. No. Um, all right. Uh, it is nine oh seven. And we will be here tomorrow. We are off on Thursday for the 27th annual WAAF Celebrity Golf Tournament happening at the MGM Casino. I want to thank those people for helping us raise money for the Greg Hill Foundation by inviting us out there for this year's golf tournament. 
I want to thank the uh, amazing team at Great Horse Country Club, which is, I, I believe it's in Hamden, Mass., where we will be golfing on Thursday. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Echo Store Technologies, and all of our other amazing sponsors, Sparkling Ice and Tito's Handmade Vodka and East Coast Metal Roofing and E.L. Harvey and the amazing team from uh, in Infinium Spirits. We're going to have some Zia rum there so that you can have a, a, a rum espresso uh, to get you going in the morning. And uh, all of those people, would uh, w- it would not be possible if it weren't for them. So um, the, um, the great helicopter golf ball drop is happening on Thursday morning before we tee off. And you can buy a golf ball right now for just $20 when you go to thegreghillfoundation.org. If your golf ball falls from the helicopter and doesn't land on LB, uh, but it lands closest to or in the hole, you win $5,000 cash. So go to thegreghillfoundation.org for that. You know, I think I know the answer to this, but Greg, have you ever heard of the Facebook of knitting Ravelry? <laughs> What's it called? Ravelry. No, not a big knitter. Okay. Uh, but So I don't know anything about Ravelry. So it's like, it's like an 8 million strong kind of social network slash website that shows stuff created with needlework. It's got oh. all kinds of different patterns that yeah. users can upload. A lot of people do that to deal with the anxiety. They do the the needlework, yes. the, the needlepoint or, or, or whatever. Uh, are they in the news or something? Is that why you bring them up? They are. Okay. There's a controversy. They've banned all knit or crocheted items and patterns that resemble Donald Trump. Really? Not my president on Ravelry. Huh. Uh, were yeah. a lot of people knitting like an image of our president like, or yeah. something? Like knit dolls. Yeah. Uh, Grandma Byers huh. knitted all this. She could knit you a full sweater hoodie. Huh. Patterned up mm-hmm. in an afternoon. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess if the majority of their members feel that way, then that's right. I mean, it's a private yeah, yeah. group. It is. They could Although, do that. you know, where else am I going to get a winter woolen knitted hat that looks like Donald Trump's hair? <laughs> right. Well, probably That's probably what takes the longest. I mean, you could probably right. do the... Uh, the body and the face pretty quickly, but then right. you got to do the giant uh, orange head of hair. Right. Uh, yeah. That's probably what takes the longest when it comes that's to That's a needle. lot of yarn. Yeah, that's, yes. You just need that special uh, kind of yarn that they use for fancy scarves with like the fringe stuff at the edge of it. And then it's just like a whole mess of hair. I'm, the, I'm hoping they have a pattern for um, a festive White House family uh, back of toilet display. You know how some people have those, oh, with, like yeah. the little sure. characters and stuff sure. next to the, the, net, the Kleenex holder? Here's a text that says, I canceled my account to Ravelry yesterday. No, you didn't. You're not. No, nobody who listens to the show is into the knitting. I mean, is that where we've come? Where it we is have a billion-dollar industry. We have a lot of people who listen who are, are knitting. They're doing needlepoint at, like Greg, right now. they like now. to sit in the rocking chair and knit and listen to the show. Well, you know, do you, do you pay $19 for a, a, a head? Like a, a toque and, and mittens, mm-hmm. or your grandma spends an afternoon knitting you gloves and a hat. Mm-hmm. Boom, for like buck ninety nine. Yeah. 
Well, so is are they saying that it's all politics or are is it just like if you wanted to knit uh, like uh, a giant life size uh, Barack Obama, <laughs> would that be OK? Or is it I mean, at least if they're doing it, it should be all politics, not just one particular person. I would think it would be across the board, but it seems that it's targeted just at Trump. Uh-huh. I tried to get on the site to create account, an account to see what else is on there, but registration has been temporarily, <laughs> temporarily closed. I'm guessing they had an influx of new members yes. <laughs> recently that they need to process. Well, they were suspicious. Yeah. They're like a bunch of uh, 50-year-old guys <laughs> named uh, Bob who were tr- from, the, from, the, uh, from the Midwest who were trying to join up, and they knew that they, they, knew they weren't actual oh. knitters that were trying to get on the site. Uh, what is the difference between crochet and and uh, knitting? Does anyone know? Is it the needle? Or Two yes. needles versus one. Okay. Well, crochet is a hook. Yeah, but it's also the the yarn or the material they use is mm-hmm. is denser and thinner, hmm. whereas yarn is a very coarse, thick, hmm. hefty type uh, of material. Hmm. Yarn is right. also uh, loops. Crochet is more kind of like making little knots. Oh, okay. All right. Well, speaking of needles, it's time for old Needle D with the oh, sports. Oh, no. Here at, no. Here, here at WA. You guys are, you guys w- are ganging up on me again. Here, she has, to, the, she has the, to light me up and Captain <laughs> Topper me on the, uh, on the yarn, on, on the yarn d- knowledge. And now, LB. That guy in little gold. With a WAAF Sports Minute. Fry with a 1-0 pitch. Here it comes. Swing and a ground ball left side. Backhanded by Anderson. Long throw to first. He beat it. Safe. The ball dropped anyway, and the Red Sox walk it off. They win it 6-5. Marco Hernandez. Yeah, you got to love it, Joe, with the call. Mike Shu, thank you for that call. Hill Dog's favorite play, the walk off, and uh, the Sox roll. They tied it in the eighth uh, to set up the Hernandez heroics. And uh, the guys roll. Socks and socks do it again tonight at 7.05. David Price gets the bump tonight. Uh, he's 3-0 since coming off the uh, DL uh, back in, uh, back. Uh, gosh, I think it was like a couple, three weeks ago. Uh, the Yanks beat the Blue Jays 10-8. The Sox still one game out of a wild card bid. Uh, and uh, as I said, eight back of the knobs from New York. Eduardo Rodriguez won five, gave up five. But uh, the fellows rallied. NBA awards uh, from Cali last night. Celtics' Marcus Smart got the Hustle Award. Great job. D-Man of the Year for the third time in his career. Rudy Gobert of the Jazz. Sixth man went to Lou Williams of the Clippers. Rookie of the Year goes to the Mavs' Luka Donkovic. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks phenom, 24-year-old Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, won the MVP, and uh, 24 years old. I think he's the, I think the third youngest to pull down the MVP. Uh, he averaged 27 points per game, and uh, obviously very emotional. I think his dad has passed, but he was there with his mom. I want to thank the coach staff for teaching us, pushing us every day, every single day, believing in us, uh, teaching us what it takes to win. I want to thank, uh, thank the front office, the ownership for. Uh, you know, believing in me. Yeah, 
Uh, next up for the NBA fans is the Kyrie and KD sweepstakes. Uh, we will find out in the next week where they're going to end up, uh, New York, L.A., or elsewhere. Uh, all I know is uh, it's going to cost uh, a couple of owners uh, or one owner a boatload of dough. Uh, the U.S. women uh, on to the quarterfinals trying to repeat at the World Cup over in France. Game on the line. Rapino will strike. Rapino scores to the U.S. Yeah, Rapino, she's just been a rock star over there. Uh, helping the uh, U.S. to move along. Next up, they take on the hometown France on Friday. Uh, College World Series, Vandy in Michigan. Uh, that's at 7 o'clock in the finals. Uh, best of three. Wolverines took game one seven four over uh, over the Commodores. And Tiger is off the hook, I guess, uh, in that fatal crash of a bartender from his restaurant down in Jupiter, Florida, his girlfriend, and uh, she was uh, the manager of his bar, and uh, I guess uh, she is still named in the lawsuit. I'm LB. That's an AF Sports Minute. All right. Thank you, LB. Now, the news, and it is brought to you this hour by... The all-wheel drive 2019 Subaru Ascent, built to accompany you on your summertime travels. Love is now bigger than ever with three rows. Learn more about the largest Subaru yet at SubaruOfNewEngland.com. There's a Milton family in the news, and they were the recipients of a, uh, a lovely anonymous letter reportedly from some of their neighbors targeting what they have in their front yard the Gregorio uh, I saw this story on the news and it is uh it's it's really awful mm-hmm. it's real it's really awful so the Gregorio family has a three-year-old son named Rylan and he's on the autism spectrum and they have uh various types of toys for Rylan in the front yard um now you know Play structures, same thing I'm sure a lot of you have in your yards that have young kids. Sure. Now, an anonymous letter showed up at the home, and it read, and uh, and I'll quote from the letter, Hey, hoarders, give the proud property owners here in Milton a break and remove all the dumpster diving children's play stuff you have scattered all over your lawn. Now, reportedly, the Board of Health in Milton also got a complaint about the family. So they went to visit the home. They took some pictures of the property. Officials that were inspecting the property, according to Channel 7, say they found no issues with the appearance of the front yard. And the uh, the dad, Ian, is very upset that, that his neighbors would target his son in this way. Well, shame on them. Yeah. Yeah, shame I on mean, the neighbors. That, that is uh, seriously that is, wake that up is, and smell the coffee. That is pretty ridiculous. Um, if you've seen the photos of it, there's basically it's in the side of their house. It's a it's a nice house, and it's uh, they've got a fence up, and then a whole bunch of toys out there for the for the kid to play with. I mean, I and they're not I, scattered I, all over the place. Well, no, I mean, they're, they're in an enclosure. Little, yeah, yeah, but there's. I mean, there's a lot of them. But yeah, but it doesn't not, look it's like a, it's a mess. No, it doesn't look like they're hoarding things outside. I mean, these are the people who go to... The people who are complaining are the ones who go to the wildly expensive, uh, you know, playground setup place and, and buy a, a $5,000 setup with a... You know, a tunnel and everything right. else yeah, for the for the kids not, in the backyard, right. and they're upset that these people are yeah. uh, bringing down the value of their Milton Mance or whatever. But 
I mean, how about no, no nobody ever asks or goes over and says, "Hey, what's the you know?" They don't. No. They just send anonymous notes. Yeah. Because we live in the we live in the age of zero accountability, where you can be anonymous in your in your criticism of everybody else in the world except for yourself. Well, and how about a little compassion? Seriously. Yes, yeah. I mean, no, imagine really. imagine the the parents of this this young boy yeah. and what they have to go through on a daily yeah, basis a lot of challenges. to give him some sort of normality Absolutely. or close to normality right. to to smile. Uh, Shoot, a texter wants to know if your neighbors ever complained about your life-size U.S. Enterprise uh, uh, model in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, those those people can take a die. I pay taxes on my property. I can put up the NC-1701 if I want to. It's inflatable. I can bring it down whenever I want. All right, what else is going on today, Danielle? Well, it's uh, it's spring-slash-summertime. A lot of baby animals are out in the news, and in Colorado, Firefighters were trying to save some ducklings that fell into a storm drain. This happens quite often. They couldn't reach four of them because they were deep inside a pipe. Six, uh, nine twenty shoe for next month. Uh, so one of the firefighters used duck sounds that he got from a YouTube video to lure them out. Really, yeah. that's awesome. And someone uh. videotaped the rescue, so we've got sound from that. All right. Nice. Did you play oh, duck sounds? Genius. That is genius. That's like when we play buffet sounds to lure LB in here for the sports. Yeah. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks there's a, a kitchen buffet going on. Is that Order a hotel up. pan? Order up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? David Gilmore, the guitarist from Pink Floyd, uh, announced oh. that he has auctioned off his entire 120 guitar collection. You you hate Pink Floyd. Yeah, I don't I don't care oh, for come Pink on. Floyd at all. Was, it's terrible. Which, um, so wait a minute. He auctioned off his whole. He had 120 guitars. 125. And he auctioned all of them off for charity. Or? Yes, for charity. Something really? you're very passionate about, Greg. Yes. Global what? warming. Oh, well, good for him. <laughs> this is an incredible That's story. Nice. How much? So, did they go for a lot of money, or he raised a total of twenty-one million four hundred ninety thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. What? Yep. Jeez. Wow. The auction took place at Christie's in New York. It also set several world records for sales of guitars. Uh, David Gilmore appeared on BBC Four today. I've had a lot of guitars over the years, and um, I've been planning to have a sale, get rid of them, try to do some good with them for many years, but I've chickened out a couple of times. But now this one has finally gone through. It's um, exceeded my wildest expectations by multiples. I'm still kind of in shock at uh, how brilliantly it's done. Hmm. $21 million. Mm. Oh, and by the way... I still hate Roger Waters. Oh, <laughs> no. You don't see any of his guitars going for $21 million. Now, well, that's like the, those two, I mean, if those two could have ever made up, mm-hmm. uh, that would, I mean, is there a, a more, like, prominent feud in the history of rock and roll? Uh, I mean, if you think of big bands, sure. Yeah, I'm not, trying to think not of like, huge. Not like Oasis and the, right, the Gallagher they, brothers. Yeah, they always kind of get back together every now and then. What was it? Uh, Ray Davies and Dave yes. Davies from the Kinks. They, 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 hate, been, they hated each other. Yes. yes. But they've been yes. talking recently about trying to get it back together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
What is it you don't like about Pink Floyd, Danielle? I just is, don't is like that, the music. Uh, it's, it's, I just don't like it. It's, it's too mellow for us. It's too. It's, it's, <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. But I love Nickelback. Strip joint music. Good running playlist music. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else is going on? Question: How lazy do you have to be to cheat on an open book test? I would say very lazy uh, if it's an open book test. Ten uh, Philadelphia police recruits were kicked out of the academy for cheating on a test that was to be open book. I guess one of them shared uh, or, or obtained the test answers ahead of time mm. and then shared them with the other recruits. And that they got caught. <laughs> and uh, here is the police captain. One of the members of that platoon had obtained the answers to the test, which, by the way, would have been an open book test anyway. He obtained the answers to the test and began distributing them to several of his classmates. This was detected by another recruit who immediately reported it to his superiors. An investigation was subsequently launched within the police academy. That investigation determined that a total of 10 recruits had obtained the answers to the test. We believe that the first recruit I described distributed it to the remaining nine. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's really lazy. If you can't just open the book up yes. and look for the answer while well, you're taking the test. What part of open book right? don't <laughs> well, you get? Still, you got to find it. I mean, I was telling yeah, I was telling time. Danielle earlier, my greatest feat of cheating in junior and senior year of high school is I, I took uh, all the answers to the questions and I uh, put them on eight by 10 pieces of paper and taped them to the inside of my leather jacket. So when I leaned forward, I could read the answers. And if the teacher came by, I'd sit back. And my jacket would go against my chest. Jeez. And he wow. wouldn't he wouldn't see I, it. I, so for you kids out there that just are looking for a D minus, there you go. You're welcome. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you're advising that students attend school with an illegal taser weapon mm -hmm. and now you're advising them to cheat. Of course. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a feeling of Accomplishment and satisfaction does that give someone? Yeah, yeah well, that's, they, I don't want to break it to you, but seventy-five percent of kids in high school don't want to go to college, that's, that's, uh, that's, and they that's, that's only a, want to go to party. That's, that's, uh, that's a great accomplishment. Was, he put all that time into cheating. Just, I mean, he set up that elaborate system. If it was like the sports, he couldn't even read his own answers that he had written. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I found my way one way, one way or the other. I mean, why do they have a two-point-two grade point? Why wouldn't it just be like 3.8 so well, everybody has to be smart? Well, now the 3.8, the A has become the D, mm -hmm. and the D has become the A. I mean, we've lowered the standards left and right. So pretty soon there won't, even, there won't even be text to any kind of tests that are administered by so, anybody. So the D has become the A. Yeah, you might want to be careful how you put the words in between those two letters. Uh, all right, Danielle, thank you. You're welcome. It is 926, and if you're not following WAAF on Twitter, you should be. We keep you up to date there on breaking rock news and things that we're talking about on the air. Special guests that are coming up, like Julian Bubbs Edelman, who will make an appearance on this show tomorrow, and contests and new music and more. So follow us on Twitter right now. We are at WAAF. That's at WAAF. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.37. Coming up in about 20 minutes, the WAAF Workday Blitz. You will get, as you always do, over an hour of nonstop rock. And per Danielle's request, no Pink Floyd. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Any other bands that you can't stand besides Pink Floyd? Dead. Really? Yeah. The Dead? Yeah. How can you not like The Dead? Oh, R.E.M. Sorry. Pink Floyd and R.E.M. are the top two. Really? Yeah. Oh, Michael Stipe is such a whiny little something. Well. It's just, it's just, I I get it. We were all miserable in the 90s and we had terrible fashion and eyeliner. So why were people miserable in the 90s? Because we had had flannels and bad jeans and thin eyebrows. I mean, I was pretty happy in the 90s. I mean, I don't know what the... I don't know what you the an issue is. That says it all. That's, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you get over an hour of nonstop rock, and it is commercial-free. That's the WAAF Workday Blitz, and it starts at 10. Today's weather, it's going to be cloudy, and it's going to start to rain soon. They're talking about showers starting around 11. The high today will be 73. Although weather looks great for tomorrow and for Thursday and the 27th annual WAAF Celebrity Golf Tournament, which is happening out at the MGM Casino in Springfield. And we'll see if uh, my luck is a little better there than it was at the, uh, at the new casino over in Everett uh, the other evening. Um, the, of course, uh, the great helicopter golf ball drop is happening again this year, so... Uh, you should take a chance. Mm-hmm. If you like games of chance, take several. Then you can buy a couple <laughs> golf balls and see if you win five thousand dollars cash. It could I've, be you. Uh, I have been asked several times what happens if a couple of golf balls go into the hole, uh, and obviously we would split the uh, five thousand evenly mm. between those uh, two golf ball owners. But um, it's pretty simple. You buy a golf ball for twenty bucks. And, or you buy five golf balls for 100 or two for 40 or whatever, and then we drop them all out of the helicopter, mm-hmm. and whichever one comes closest to or in the hole results in $5,000 cash for the for the winner, a bag Fantastic. of cash. Fantastic. Bag of cash for the winner. Bag of cash, baby. Um, and if you're lucky enough to be there or unlucky enough to be there and playing in the golf tournament when you win, you immediately go to the casino and blow the five thousand dollars, uh, uh, or maybe you maybe you turn it into twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Who knows? Maybe, probably not. <laughs> Who knows? But maybe. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> or maybe you sneak the guys in from. The Encore Casino, who were trying to cheat at roulette the other day when <laughs> the they opened Bronx up. Guys. Yes, yeah. When I when I, I was, when I won, I gave Aaron the cash to hold. That was smart. Uh, Aaron Lynch from yeah. the foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The foundation. Your, your yes. foundation. Yeah, That's she, a good idea. She was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I said, "Take this. Do not, under any circumstances, <laughs> let me have it." At three thirty yes. in the morning, <laughs> get this money back. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Danielle, you said there was something you wanted to talk about with regard to crazier than Danielle before we get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I know we technically already did crazier than Danielle today, but have you seen the rant that Pam Anderson went on on her Instagram? No. So she put up this photo of she and her now ex-boyfriend, uh, Adil Rami, who's a big soccer star. And she goes off on the uh, off on this rant accusing him of cheating <laughs> with another woman. Uh-huh. 
And then let me let me read a little bit from the post. She said, the last more than two years of my life have been a big lie. I was scammed, <laughs> led to believe we were in big love. I'm devastated to find out in the last few days that he was living a double life. He used to joke about other players who had girlfriends down the street and apartments close to their wives. He called those men monsters. But this is worse. He lied to everyone. I'm sure there were others. He tried to control two women's hearts and minds. He is the monster. How could I have helped so many people before and not be wise enough or able to help myself? You know what this, uh, what category this falls under? This falls under the show me the hottest woman in the world and I will show you somebody who is sick of having sex with their mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. It never fails. Mm. This guy has Pam Anderson, yeah. Parmella Anderson, and he's, and he's not happy. Um, it, now, why do people, what's the philosophy on the women who take to the social medias immediately to share their worst romantic mm. situations, their it's worst twofold. their worst life situations. Twofold. They, Depends on the guy. Is it attention or it's like, both. Okay. So sometimes it's attention, like wow, woe is those are usually the frequent ones. You the woe is me people. The woe is me people. Every you know, the inspirational meme, the vague book hospital check in with no clarifiers about why you're there, who's there, what's going on, and no answers. So you get those people that just want like, oh poor me. Then you have the the person who like basically, and this is what it sounds like in the Pam Anderson case to me, like was dating someone who was kind of either full of himself or a narcissist that really got duped. And like the only way that she can cope is, you know, guy, men and women, because there are female narcissists as well, obviously. They, everybody is fooled by them. So everyone thinks, oh, what a great guy. What a great gal. Like they're such a great person. So when, when this kind of a thing, when they take the social media, it's like, hey, uh, Hello, is anyone here? He's not a great person. He's a he's a complete nutcase. You know, yeah, right. So she's it's, sandbagging him. You yeah, know? for sure. She's uh, basically mm-hmm. telling every other girl out yeah. there. Forget and then about this dude. Then there's a whole group of girls that's just waiting for the ones that don't <laughs> want to deal with his crap to fall away so they can be like, okay, those prison letters to Aaron Hernandez didn't work, so let me get this guy. What do you um, play for, Marseille? A twelve to what? I get to travel the world. Yeah. What? Well. Several texters are saying that I am incorrect and Pam Anderson is not hot anymore. Uh, what do you look like, bud? Seriously, yeah, right. people I mean, age, yeah. guy. Get or, out of here. So, what are you, a, uh, you know, some kind of a, a male model or something? I mean, I don't Probably still I better than where you're stooping. I don't know. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, I thought, what, wasn't she like in love with Julian Assange or yeah. something? Or are they just friends? I mean, wasn't she like visiting him? Yeah, in the yeah. embassy. Was, yeah. yeah. Was she doing conjugal visits or what was like, what was, they're just friends, but. I guess. Uh, all right. Uh, what else is going on today? Irrational fear. The Samsung tablet that burned a hole in a mattress in England when a kid left it plugged in for nine hours. Mm-hmm. An 11-year-old boy plugged in uh, his tablet overnight and he woke up to find that there was, he couldn't see his tablet next to him. And then he went to look over it, and the tablet had basically sunken down through the mattress, just oh. burned gradually down, yeah. all the way down to the springs. Uh, I guess the tablet's about four years old. 
The device overheated and scorched the mattress. There was soot all over his room. God bless the kid for staying asleep during this whole thing. Thank God he's okay. Um, and fire officials are saying thank, it was very lucky that a fire actually didn't break out. So fire department officials there. And, of course, you hear it here all the time. We're warning people, uh, don't leave electronic devices charging on potentially flammable surfaces. Well, where are you supposed to? Everything's, what's not flammable? What are you supposed to, like, guess, a, a, right? a nightstand isn't yeah. flammable? No, I'm saying uh, as opposed to a mattress, which might uh. have a... Uh, might be easier to burn. Yeah. I mean, that's a. I mean, who needs that irrational fear? You have to charge your phone all night so that you can play dominations oh, uh, in the morning <laughs> before work. I guess you just I build be, something else. Uh, you guess you have to get rid of the dry charcoal briquette phone holder that I got for Father's Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today? I am in love with this uh, Facebook page about the wedding shaming. We've done a couple stories off it before where people go on anonymously to like shame their friends about the horrible things they do during wedding planning and whatnot. You hate this, weddings. I, yeah. I, you, you, don't, you don't like weddings. Yeah, I think not, a lot of people uh, hate weddings. It's just, it's a pain in the ass. I, I, I appreciate that it's your day. I'll go. I'll still have fun. I appreciate all the money that your parents spent on it or that you spent on it. But I think that, I think in a lot of cases, you know, for people that are struggling financially or trying to like buy a home, they go way overboard on the on the wedding part, and then they get divorced three years later. And I'm like, how'd that work out for you, Sheila? And then <laughs> oh, it's just fun. the the I lengthy mean, a, like drawn out all like oh, if you're doing it all at one venue and it's a crisp three to five hour stint, I'm all in. If I have to go to a ceremony in Duxbury and then wait around for six hours to drive to a venue in southern New Hampshire are you speaking while of you somebody, take photos. Are you speaking of someone specifically? I've changed <laughs> locations, <laughs> but we're, the, the but, timeline is still the same. Well, if mean, you leave a six-hour gap between faraway distances of the ceremony and the reception, because you have to go take pictures somewhere, and you expect, expect people who have come from far already to wait four to six hours between parts of the wedding. Do people insane. do that? Yes. They leave that long it's between insane. them? Yes. Really? Yes. I, thought, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Because you left but, early. That's what, are they, what are they doing? Is it they only go to for... take pictures or they're taking a break in between to do whatever else or they're yeah. going to this like middle venue place. Like You can't have people drive an hour from the right. ceremony to the reception, yeah. first of all, but then put another three hours on top of it because you want to do some stuff in between. Yeah. Like I we're going to go on a sightseeing tour on the trolley. We'll be back in three hours. I'm really only offended if it's not open bar. Right. I mean, that's really... <laughs> <laughs> to me, there should be no there should be no wedding that is ever executed without an open bar. What about partially open bar? That's like okay. First too. hour. That, that's fine. First I mean, hour is very good. expensive. Yeah. And, yeah, it is. You know, I'm hopefully when Julia pays for her own wedding, she'll pay. For, <laughs> she will <laughs> take one. She'll pay for she'll pay for an open. She'll pay for an open bar. Um, all right. So anyway, what's so the, the reason thing? I bring up the group is because an, there's a another post in there recently that was a great one, and I I love that this chick got caught. Um, there was a a bride who tried to scam her bridesmaids so that she could pay for her own dress with their money. What? She had told her bridesmaids that the dresses that they were going to order were $400. Yeah. And she's like, you guys pay me, Venmo me the money, and then I'll give a check to the bridal shop in one lump sum. <laughs> the actual price of the dress, as you can imagine, was far lower. It was actually half. It was $200. Oh. 
And the bride and the maid of honor were in cahoots to cook up this little scam. And they figured they'd use the extra money to help pay for the bride's wedding dress. Well, one of the bridesmaids went to the dress shop for a fitting and got to talking with one of the the ladies on the sales floor. And the woman happened to mention the price. And she's like, well... No, dear, that's only a $200 dress. It's not 400 So she went back and confronted the bride. Uh, the beautiful thing is, um, uh, excuse me, she confronted the maid of honor. The maid of honor revealed the scam, and then four of the bridesmaids dropped out of the wedding on sight. Ooh, so she has no well bridal played. party now. Well, that's as they should. That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, that's a creative scam, but that's you should not be doing it that way. No, yeah, but do you have to you do shouldn't. it to your bridesmaids that's, at a wedding? That, no. <laughs> no. All the ways you can um, scam money. I have never been more grateful to be in as few weddings as I've been in because it is such a racket, the amount of crap you have to pay for. The mm-hmm. ima- it's just that between the gift and the shower and the other thing and then the it's just like it's just like the movie Bridesmaids like where you have one person who's like oh we're going to do couture dresses and then someone else is like this is cute it has pockets it's like $35 and it's discontinued you go going Bridesmaids dress shopping is the worst thing on the planet if there's a period of time between the ceremony and the reception and they're in different places how do you feel about skipping the ceremony and just attending the reception? Fine with it. That, yeah. You have to that, act like you were at the ceremony, though, and be yeah. like, I was off on the side. They're not going to know. <laughs> they, don't the know. they don't know who's there, do they? If they're a close friend, they yes. know. Trust me. How do you feel I about didn't see um, you. How do you feel about playing dominations during the uh, wedding ceremony in <laughs> the church? Please make sure the is volume's that, down. That's that all a, I ask. Um, or plug right. headphones. I have some clarification on a couple things before we get out of here, mm. which is number one. I got a text from Adam over at the Greg Hill Foundation with regard to the great helicopter golf ball drop, and I got to get the rules correct here. So the way it works is the golf balls are numbered individually, and the numbers are assigned based on your time of entry, okay? Mm -hmm. Then everybody is emailed with their assigned numbers prior to the golf ball drop. And they will also be posted on the Facebook page. And then, whichever golf ball falls from the helicopter closest to the pin or is the first one mm, to enter okay. the hole will be deemed to be the winner. Right. So I aired earlier, perhaps, when I said that there would be a split or something like that. The first one to... Obviously, we videotaped the whole thing. I'll probably go uh, Instagram Live for the golf ball drop. And the first one that enters the hole is the winner or the one that is closest to it. And so you will receive... If you've already purchased a golf ball for 20 bucks, you'll receive an email with the information about your number so you can watch it. We'll be live, I'm sure... Facebook Live on the Greg Hill Foundation page as well. So you'll be able to watch and find out if you win the $5,000 cash. It's super exciting. Oh, I love it. One of the best ideas ever. It's almost as exciting as the buffet that happens right before it, the breakfast (laughs) buffet with Eggs Benedict and corned beef hash and bacon (laughs) and tomato juice. Almost as exciting as that. Um, all right. Um, thank you. I mentioned it a couple times this morning, but before we go, I want to thank you for donating yesterday for the families of the victims in Friday's horrendous motorcycle accident in New Hampshire. 
you at the end of the show yesterday you had per, you had donated 21,000 just over $21,000 to those families and we added a $10,000 foundation match so we will be able to get to them today 31,000 over $31,000 and so I thank you so much for that um, it's a, an amazing thing that we ask all the time when it comes to our beneficiaries and you just give and give and give. So, uh, my sincere thanks bottom of my heart for, uh, for doing that. And I can't thank you enough on the show tomorrow at seven forty-five or seven fifty thereabouts. We will be joined by Julian Bubbs Edelman of the New England Patriots, fresh from the uh, the all of the the network talk shows, yeah. the the Good Morning Americas, and the the Kelly and uh, uh, the Ryan's Rippas and the Ryan the, and the Regis or or whatever. So uh, Julian Bubbs Edelman tomorrow from the New England Patriots at seven fifty, and he will be discussing the debut of his documentary, which is happening Friday night, I believe, on Showtime. And it looks pretty good. So that's happening on tomorrow's show. If you missed anything this morning, you can hear it as a part of the Full Show Podcast. Full Show Podcast. Which you can download (laughs) anytime at WAAF.com or you can get it via the Radio.com app. So Radio.com is where you go to download our app. Not only can you get the full show podcast, but you can also listen to us wherever you go all summer long. Workday Blitz is next. That's over an hour of nonstop rock, and it is commercial free. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Thank you very much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.